Blog Talk Radio. What's happening, y'all? What's happening? Uh, welcome to the Pugilistic Linguistic Show. I am your host, Michael Foster, the voice of reason in, in an increasingly unreasonable world. Before we get started, I got to give a shout out to my man Slice. He finally hooked the uh, the theme up and is working the way it's supposed to. So good luck on that. I didn't have to manipulate it and do nothing to it. And that kind of feels good. Before we also get started, like I say every week, go out to iTunes. Pugilistic Linguistics is the show for your listening needs, your listening pleasures. You can download and listen to all of the previous shows at your leisure. And please spread the word. Get this out to your people. Uh, I, I want to get this out. I want to. I want to uh, blow this thing up in 2017. I want uh, send it to your friends, send it to your neighbors, your Romans, your countrymen, all your folk. Get them on board. I think this is going somewhere, and I would like for y'all to get it on the ground floor. So last week, I spoke about beginning a segment of my show, and we're going to call it Tom Watch. Just the weekly recap of of what has he done now type thing. I am going to continue to do this, but today is going to shape up as the whole episode is going to be a Tom Watch. Moving parts happening. Uh, some things you're aware of, some things you may not be aware of. So we're going to treat this entire episode as a time watch. And it has some things everywhere else, and we'll get there. Gullibility in America is at an all-time high. I don't think I've seen a time in American history, and I fancy myself as a historian, particularly a political historian. I don't remember a time in in history to where a populace, a population, a, a people have chosen to not educate themselves and believe what everybody tells them. Don't get me wrong, you know, everybody falls for the occasional story or falls for things that may not be true, but this is a willful, deliberate ignorance to the point to where your president can say anything and get tails, uh, tongues wagging. So what's he doing this week? What's going on in the world of Tom this week? Well, the overarching topic, I believe, that will dog this man's presidency is going to be Russia and its influence on American politics. The seeming way that Tom and his cronies are falling all over themselves to ingratiate themselves with Vladimir Putin and his associates, his lackeys, his whatevers. It has taken down one in his administration, is threatening to take down others. And predictably, he has launched 
a counteroffensive that is flimsy at best, desperate at worst. So let's start at the beginning. Uh, Lieutenant Governor uh, Lieutenant Flynn, I believe he was up for NSA. He was in there. He had been, uh, you know, nominated and approved or whatever uh, to be like the lead intelligence officer. Was taken down by his conversations that he had with a Russian diplomat or his counterpart or whatever this cat was. And the hair split between what he did and how he documented it is what ultimately did him in. So he apparently spoke to his Russian counterpart between the election in November and the inauguration in January which shapes up to be uh, an egregious breach of protocol. Kind of came out that he was, or at least allegedly, he alleged to, when Obama slapped the sanctions down on Russia, a new round of sanctions on Russia because of the interference in the election, the allegation was that Flynn had immediately contacted the Kremlin, whether it's, you know, his counterpart or whatever, to assure them that a presidency under Trump would not honor or would remove or would lessen the sanctions. Almost like, you know what, dude, don't worry about it. Like, we got you. Just let us get in the office. We'll, We'll take care of you. This is why Putin's response to those sanctions were uncharacteristically uh what's the word? Uncharacteristically uh benign, uncharacteristically blah. Sounds like he didn't care. And in every instance with that man, he he runs hot. He he replies. He responds in kind. So his response kind of belied what was happening. But anyway, Flynn did what he did. He lied to the vice president about his talks with these folk, which ultimately did him in. Tom didn't like it. Uh, the killing part about it was Tom knew about it almost from day one. He kept his vice president in the dark also which is an odd dynamic, but whatever. Flynn lying to the vice president is what ultimately did him in. Russia Russia claims his first victim. I guess the second victim, American democracy being the first one, but Russia claims its second victim. Fast forward to this past week, or past couple of weeks, uh, Jeff Sessions, the attorney general-elect, uh, you know, he was nominated and, and approved by Congress, in a real party line vote, the man who Coretta Scott King wrote about when he was in Alabama about his uh, inability to objectively do a job he was up for there. Uh, Jeff Sessions, the man to where he was deemed too racist to sit on the bench in Alabama. Think about that. Too racist for Alabama. 
That's got to be saying something. But whatever. He's attorney general. Uh, Apparently, he has had the same type of contact with Russia and lied under oath about it. What these folk don't seem to realize is the contact with those Russian counterparts, whether legal or illegal, right this second is not even the point. The point is lying about it is what's going to ultimately do you all in. Jeff Sessions lied under oath about his contact with Russia. Go on and marinate on that for a second. Contacting the Russian ambassador or whoever is not inherently illegal, even though it sounds funny, smells funny, but neither here nor there. Lying about it is. This is going to be Jeff Sessions' eventual undoing. Now, the pervasive, overarching topic on time is Russia. He idolizes Putin, said that as much in during the election season. It's been proven that they had a hand in depositing uh, damaging fake news stories to hurt his opponents. It's been proven that they hacked into the DNC servers and released damaging emails. It's been proven that his uh, nominee for national security advisor had uh, inappropriate contact with a Russian ambassador. It's been proven that his attorney general had the same type of contact with uh, Russian counterparts and lied under oath about it. And we're just in March. So as a response, Sessions has decided to recuse himself from anything, any investigation related to Russia. In response to his inappropriate contact with the Russian ambassador or whatever, he's decided to recuse himself from anything related to Russia. Uh, There have been calls for special prosecutors and the whole nine yards. Now, the five things I just said have been proven about Trump and Russia. It's been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. Of course, he believes none of it. And as a response, his attorney general, who is responsible for investigating things like this, has recused himself but not resigned. So in response to all of this mounting evidence that, as an aside, I believe will ultimately take this presidency down, uh, the over-under is July of this year, and I'm going to take the under. I believe that he will be at least the impeachment process will begin by July for this guy, or he will resign. 
He is walking down a path that he can't get out of. And I don't care how much his party cronies are going to ride with him. Eventually, he is going to begin to damage their prospects for reelection. And remember, a politician's only job is to get reelected. So if he's going to start damaging their jobs, they are going to turn against them, and he will either be impeached or resign by the end of the year. But I think this is going to start before July. Now, that will leave us with a President Pence, which is a whole new set of issues. We'll get to that when we cross that bridge when we get to it. But what is Tom's response to all this mounting evidence about him and his cronies having inappropriate contact with Russian emissaries, Russian ambassadors, Russian politicians? He took to Twitter like he always does. He is calling for an investigation to Senator Chuck Schumer, Chuck Schumer, Democrat out of New York, I believe, because of a well-documented public picture from 2003 with him and Putin in an ice cream parlor, I believe. Putin was stateside. They were opening some gas station or something in New York. They are taking pictures. It was well-documented, well-covered. Tom has decided he's going to take that picture that was tweeted by Breitbart News. A, 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 an often rebunked, uh, rebunked, debunked right-wing news outlet to which his uh, main advisor used to be the editor-in-chief of that thing, known as The Connections. He took that story, ran with it, and said Schumer needs to be investigated for his Russian connection. And his gullible, ignorant followers right with that 100%. Not realizing or not even caring how dumb that makes them look. But in response, Schumer said, okay, I'm willing to speak under oath about my dealings with Russia. What about you? Talking to President Tom. His response, Tom's response, crickets. He had nothing to say behind it. Because he knows, or at least people around him know, that is a no-win proposition. You better leave that one alone. Okay, so he left it alone. What was next? Well, took to Twitter again. He took to Twitter and began to accuse with zero quoted evidence that former President Barack Obama tapped his phones during the election season. That is how they know what happened about the phone calls with Russia. This is his implication. I really, I'm I'm saying this, it's going to sound, but I'm telling y'all that dude, Tom, is mentally unhinged. He is. Something is not right with him. He doesn't care what he says. He has zero evidence. He knows he has zero evidence. The news media knows he has zero evidence. But he accused Barack Obama of wiretapping his phones during the election. 
Now, forget about how asinine that sounds. I believe Lindsey Graham, I believe that was a senator that came out and said something along the lines, and I'm paraphrasing, about those tweets. He said something like, there is no evidence to suggest that your phones were tapped. There is no warrant. There is no nothing. But the even more alarming thing is, let's say he had a warrant to do that. That means there must have been probable cause to get that warrant. So what were you doing? Let's say he had a warrant. What were you doing that justified a warrant to tap your phones? Let's find out. See, the thing about time, he doesn't think things through. He just puts stuff out there and hope you fall for the banana in your tailpipe. Beverly Hills Cops fans, you know what that's from. You know what that's about. But you're going to fall for the okie doke. He's going to put it out there. He knows his followers are going to fall for the okie doke 100%. Hook, line, and sinker will not question anything, are going to do what they do and fight everybody tooth and nail. They have they have drunk they have drank the Kool Aid. Uh, they they have they they are too far gone. Debating with a Trump supporter is like arguing with a, a a pigeon. No, it's a better way to say that. Arguing with a Trump supporter is like playing chess with a pigeon. The pigeon is gonna knock all the pieces down, take a shit on the board, and strut around like he won anyway. So what point? What is the point of arguing with a Trump supporter now? Faced with a mountain of evidence, they still support this dude. There, you you push them to the edge of the herd, you let the predators get them, and you try to save what you can. They fall for the banana in the tailpipe. As a matter of fact, the banana feels good in the tailpipe. But like Graham said, let's say for the sake of argument, he did have a warrant. What were you doing to justify to a judge that a warrant was warranted? What he's doing, what he always does, just look at him. When shit gets thick, just look at him and see what his response is. Every time something gets Rough. Every time something gets hard, every time something gets out of hand, here comes the wild. Here comes the wild tweets out of nowhere. He's throwing stones to hide his hands. If I push you off from Barack Obama, if I put him in the spotlight, if I say something unwarranted or unproven about somebody that, that my supporters didn't like in the first place then the noise from that side is going to be great enough to shield what I'm doing. That's classic five-year-old stuff. I'm going to go on the offensive so I can get off the defensive. And y'all can't fall for it. Every time I'm telling you for the rest of the time this man is president, every time you got some strange tweets that come out of left field, look at the hand that is not moving. 
because that is the hand he's going to try to hit you with. Semi-buried news cycle, along with Barack Obama, along with the Russian connections that are mounting against this guy, is the news story that he's planning to sign a brand new travel ban within the next couple days. Again, the hand that's not moving is the one that's doing all the damage. He's doing the ooh shiny with the tweets, and he hits you with the hand you don't see, the hand that's not moving. This ain't about being woke. This ain't about being what? This is about being a regular old citizen that won't fall for the banana in your tailpipe. Now, I've said this over the previous eight years, and I'll continue to say this. Barack Hussein Obama is a better man than I'll ever be. The reason I say this now is because my petty would be gigantically strong if I were he at this moment. My petty would be on 20 because it's one thing to do whatever you do as a candidate. You can say what you say about me as a president. You love me, you hate me, whatever it is. But right now, I'm minding my business. I ain't thinking about your ass. And if all my Chicagoans out there, you know how we say, keep my name out your mouth. He can't seem to keep Barack's name out of his mouth. So my petty, my petty would be on a thousand. And the killing part about it is I will only do it one time. You know, you come out and you lay somebody flat once and then you ignore them as if they never existed. You do the to the point to you cut somebody and then they don't realize they cut till they start bleeding. That's what that's that's what Mike Obama would do. Barack Obama is a better man than I'll ever be. He has restraint that is almost Job-like. They did release a statement that said in no uncertain terms that Tom is out of his damn mind. But I would go, Mike Obama would go to every news article, every news outlet. I would do a speech from uh, 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 damn the United Center. I'd do a speech in Giordano's on 53rd and Hyde Park Boulevard. Right out front while I'm eating a deep dish slice of pizza. And saying no uncertain terms, that dude is out of his damn mind. You ain't worth my time, dude. And it's the last time I'm going to actually use, it's actually the last time I'm going to take time out my day to address your small ass. See, that's, that's Mike Obama. Would it do good? I doubt it. I don't know. That's, what the, that's why it's petty. My petty would be on a thousand. But again, y'all falling for the banana. You tell about it. You're falling for the misdirection. You're following the fullback when the running back got the ball. But this is this is what electoral apathy does. Ooh, I like that phrase. 
This is what electoral apathy looks like. I don't care what anybody says. There's no way possible that Tom and Hillary will be the same person. They don't Hillary has a flaw. She was a deeply flawed candidate. I'm not I'm not naive enough to say anything otherwise. But we got what we asked for. So what do we do for the in in these waning days of his presidency? Because this dude is not gonna last to twenty eighteen. He is not going to last until twenty eighteen. What do we do in the waning days of a Trump presidency? We begin, or we continue for some, begin for others to educate ourselves. Do not fall for spin on either side, left and right. Don't fall for the spin. You get the news. Give me what happened. Don't tell me how you feel about it. Give me the A, B, C, and D. I'll deal with the rest. I am not, this is not a a speculation about his ties to Russia. Eric Trump said in himself that money was during the election or during the early stages of the election. He said in himself that money is pouring into the Trump Foundation from Russia. He said it. Go look it up. It ain't just stop. Look at his dealings. Look at his movements. You sign a travel ban from seven Muslim countries, but two countries where 19 of the 29-11 terrorists came from are now in that ban. Why is that? Because he got significant business interests in those countries. Look it up. In this information age where information is at your fingertips, there was no reason for ignorance other than the fact that it's willful. You choose ignorance. Tom counts on that choice. He's been in Florida for the past four weekends. His quote-unquote winter White House to where the Wi-Fi down there is is not secured. And he's doing official business over a Wi-Fi network that can be hacked by the average 12-year-old. This is the guy you put in office. This is the guy whose wife has not even visited him in the White House since he's been there. Damn the fact she don't live there. She's not visited him since the Japanese prime minister and his, his wife left. And when was that? And who railed against Barack in his "quote unquote" excessive vacations? But he's been in Florida five out of the previous five out of the seven weeks he's been in office. He's been down in Florida, creating havoc, wreaking hell on the residents down there. While Camp David, the presidential camp, the presidential getaway, sits empty. This is the guy you put in office. Electoral apathy. So as I wrap this thing up, again, Tom, watch. Watch him. Watch the hand that is not moving. That is the one that will do the most damage. Do not fall for the banana in your tailpipe. 
Don't fall for it. Misdirection is the word of the day. Don't fall for it. Russia is going to take this man down. Sit back, be diligent, and watch it crumble. Note, I will see you all next week unless somebody cuts my brake lines in the middle of a rainstorm. But until I see you all again, allow me to say like I do all the time, take care of yourself because you are all you got. Peace.